0: Hello, my dance friends, and welcome to my channel. Today, I get to talk with my friend Mahogany Campbell. She is a fusion dance artist, a drag performer, an instructor, and a collaborator. Mahogany has a unique, beautiful style that incorporates a lot of rock sharky, African and regional folk dances with a modern twist. She also owns her own apothecary. She always has beautiful makeup, elaborate costuming, and is so expressive in her performance that you feel every moment of it. I'm so excited to chat with her today about her background in dance, about her biggest inspirations, and what projects she has on the horizon. So without further ado, here's Mahogany. Hello, Mahogany. Hi. Super excited to see you. I've been uh, really excited about chatting with you about dance and your other business and just all the things. So thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Definitely. So I think that the first time I saw you dance was when I was kind of new to the community and I saw you and Grayson do a really amazing like fusion, African- duet That was absolutely just (laughs) mind-blowing. So yeah, I've been a big fan for a while and I'm super excited to hear how you've gone into dance and what styles of movement inspire you the most. But before we get into that, I just learned that you have another business and I'd love you to tell us a little bit about that first. So my um, other business is I actually run
1: an at-home soaping business. I like to consider it an apothecary because I do think that I have a lot of healing products. Um, So it's just, you know, it started out as something just fun, you know? I I love Lush, right? I love Lush and Lush is super expensive. So I was like, okay, how can I (laughs) make this stuff at my house? (laughs) So I literally just, you know, researched and, you know, tried recipe after recipe and figured out how to make soap and bath bombs and lotions. And then my mom was like, you should stop giving this away. You should try to sell it maybe. You know, your dance habit is quite expensive. So maybe you should try to make some money. So yes, I started um, selling it. um, And that's how Nell's Bath & Body was started.
0: Ah, oh, that's brilliant. How long have you had the official business then? Um it's probably been about
1: 2 or 3 years. It's still kind of new and um you know, I'm trying to make it more professional especially now that people are going online because it's a lot safer to shop online. Um, So now I'm trying to think of ways to invest in better packaging and shipping and all that. So now I officially have an Etsy shop. I used to do um, just the festival circuit and farmer's markets, but now that's just, you know, not so popular or safe. (laughs) So I've had to move to online. So I have my Etsy shop now.
0: Cool, I'm glad you're able to make that shift pretty easily. And yeah, it's always great to have an extra funding department for your belly dance or dance or performance expenditures. Tell us about your, uh, your dance background and what inspires your movement. Well, I think I have, I think everyone
1: says that they have a really diverse dance background. You know, we all do. Um, but I think that mine is, you know, just as diverse as everyone else's. So I started off um, really growing up doing West African dance. Um, so that's the core of my styles of movement. And then everything else just kind of got sprinkled into the, the gumbo pot. So the roux is West African dance. And then all the ingredients are all these lovely things. I um, took lyrical for about a year and contemporary, but I've never been limber and flexible enough to really stick with it. Um, after that, I you know, was researching one day and I was like, you know what, I wanna try belly dance. It's so different from everything that I've ever done. And I've always loved world dance. Um, so then I started taking Egyptian Cabaret. Um, from there, I went on to ATS and then I was asked to perform at a pride festival. Um, They wanted belly dancers. They had a, you know, an Egyptian themed pride festival and they had drag queens there. And they were like, you know what? You should try drag. And I was like, what in the world are you talking about? How could I do drag? I don't want to be a drag king. And they're like, oh, you could be whatever you want to be. So then Uh, drag came into the picture. So it's definitely a big old, a big old gumbo pot of stuff.
0: Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of different um, stylizations and influences in your dances, which are usually so joyful and just effervescent. And you look into the crowd and everyone's got like a big old smile on their face and their eyes are like glazed over and their hearts are just pounding. It's quite an experience, so I would imagine it incorporates a lot of different Passion speakers. Are there some particular dance inspirations that have helped to create some of the dance styles that you've really become passionate about? Most definitely. I think first is Katherine Dunham,
1: and she was the original queen of fusion. Um, You know, she was a ballet dancer who went down to Haiti and started taking, just learn from the local people and just created this entire movement style. So that's my first big inspiration. And the belly dance world, definitely Ebony Quills is a huge inspiration for me. I remember I was researching belly dance and, you know, being a woman of color, there's not very many women of color that actually do belly dance. So when I saw her, I was like, oh, oh, she looks like me, <laughs> you know, and it was so exciting. And then she did hip hop and I was like, what is this? So she was just a huge influence for me. Also Grayson Von Trapp, um, huge, again, another fusion artist. and. I, I tend to be drawn to those kinds of dancers because that's what speaks to me. And then lastly, I would say Yannes Marshall. He's actually known for heels choreography. Um, so he does a lot of Vogue and um, just kind of fun, just upbeat attitude kind of dancing. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just the tea. It's amazing.
0: (laughs) So tell us what stuff you have going on for dance as far as, you know, our quarantine online setup right now. Well, I do have just a
1: couple of projects in the works, um, and they will all be on my Facebook page and all the links and everything, so definitely check it
0: out. I'd love to hear more about like what the drag scene is like in Louisiana, because you're out of-
1: Well, now Lafayette. Well, the drag scene here, I think is, it's very similar to the New Orleans drag scene, where pretty much, if you're entertaining, they don't care about your gender, which is great. Um, you know, I am a cisgendered woman who does female impersonation, which is very, like, what? People are very confused <laughs> when I tell them. But it's really, a, you know, either way, whether you're impersonating another gender or not, you're still creating a character and an illusion. So that's what I always tell myself. Like, I am creating a character because My drag persona is I don't walk around with that beautiful, huge hair and glitter on my eyes. (laughs) So, that is a persona. And I love the community here. They just want to be entertained and have a good time. And they are so accepting of so many different styles. They have, you know, some people that do burlesque with their drag and some people just do these old school diva songs. It's just a lot of fun.
0: Is that um, kind of similar to the community that you became first involved in as far as drag community goes? I think, you know, the scene that I
1: emerged from was a little bit different. I had to really work really hard um, to kind of pave the way for performers like me. Um, It was such a male-dominated scene. And I had my drag mother, her name is Athena Campbell. That's where the Campbell comes from. And she was like, you know what, I'm sick of this. We're not doing this. You deserve to be on stage just like anybody else. So she kind of kicked down the doors and I just bust in and refused to take no for an answer. (laughs) And now it's so exciting, there's so many um entertainers in that community that just come from all walks of life now so i feel like a little bit like oh we did that and and it's it's great
0: very cool do you still keep in touch with your drag mom
1: oh yes all day every day Uh always and it's never anything about drag or anything it's usually like us talking about our plants (laughs)
0: Well, bye, Mahogany. Thanks so much for hanging out today. Thank you for having me. Alright guys, that's it. I will link all of Mahogany's information below so that you can get in touch with her regarding classes, performances, and of course, her apothecary. If you enjoyed this video, please go ahead and give it a thumbs up. Also, if you haven't considered subscribing, please go ahead and do so. I'd love to be able to make more videos like this for you. So this week's Patreon shout-out goes to Ginny Richie from right here in Texas. Thanks for watching today, guys.